Welcome to the Direct Response Marketing Magic Podcast. Seth Green is a five-time best-selling author, speaker, and nationally recognized direct response marketing expert who is CEO of one of the fastest-growing direct response marketing firms in the country. To get free access to a download of his new book, Podcast Marketing Magic, and a free live training webinar that will show you how you can use a podcast to attract new customers and referrals like magic, simply register at www.ultimatemarketingmagician.com. On the podcast, Seth brings together some of the most cutting-edge thought leaders in the world to share with you how they grow their businesses and how you can too. And now, here's your host, Seth Green. The best marketing guy is my dad. First, he helps people with with marketing magic. Next, if you need marketing help, he will help you. Finally, if he is a mat marketer, my dad is the best. Welcome to the podcast. Today, it is my good fortune to be interviewing Neil Bondre of TheInterviewProfessional.com. Neil, thank you so much for joining us today. Seth, thank you for having me. We are glad to have you here. Let's go back in time. I know you all you haven't always been the interview professional. Where did you grow up? I actually grew up in the Bay Area, San Jose, California. And what was your childhood like? What did your parents do? Uh, my dad was an engineer. My mom was a real estate agent. And how did you get started in business? Uh, so I went to actually for college. I went to UCLA. Um, I went into finance. Actually, I uh, worked at Goldman Sachs, uh, Merrill Lynch, um, you know, which is actually Smith Barney before. And then I worked in the private equity realm. Uh, after that, I decided that you know uh, I wanted to do something to kind of give back to the community. I've seen so many students start constantly struggling throughout the interview process, even at my time at UCLA. So I decided to start the interview professional. Awesome. And how did that, how did that, how you decided to start it? How did you go from idea to what's going on to the amazing work you're doing now? Uh, it pretty much came down to, I used to go to a number of career fairs. I went through a lot of uh, interviews on campus, off campus. And throughout that time, I saw students that were, had great resumes, uh, but when it came time to the actual interview and interview questions, uh, they did extremely poorly. Uh, I think that was unfortunate for, for both sides. Uh, one is students, of course, were missing out on great opportunities, but at the same time, companies were missing out on great candidates or great employees. Uh, so I saw there, there was a huge discrepancy. It was more so the people who could speak clearly and communicate effectively with the ones who got positions, not necessarily the ones who are the best qualified. Uh, so the way I got started doing that is going around campus to the different business societies, undergraduate business society, and different business fraternities, and understanding how they went about teaching their students the interview process. 
And how, what are some of the most common mistakes you see people making in the interview process? Uh, the most common mistakes are, of course, one is the resume. It starts with the resume. Recruiters look at hundreds of resumes a day, and the recruiters probably spend about you know, 30 seconds to a minute on each resume. Uh, the resume candidates receive as a screenshot of their life, uh, essentially in one or maybe two pages. And when there's mistakes, when experience is not clearly written, or they don't describe their activities and accomplishments uh, very effectively, they don't even get a chance at it. So that's the first mistake. Uh, second is during the interview process, candidates do not know how to answer questions effectively, both in a professional manner, as well as to highlight the strengths that they have for the job that they're applying to. So I think those are kind of the two the most common mistakes I see and uh, that's what I kind of aim to focus on throughout my business process. That makes a lot of sense. And as a employer and someone who sees resumes every week and who interviews, I totally agree with you. Um, it drives me crazy. Um, I get interviews come in for a position today, and I'm looking at one that's literally um, – I don't think you'd believe it if I showed it to you. Um, it literally looks, here it is, I'm pulling it out of the garbage, um, got her name, her email, authorized to work in the U.S. for any employer, work experience, account executive, 2013 to present, doesn't say what company, no job description, education, bachelor's in social science, no school listed, no activities listed, skills, it's got some software, but literally it's like three lines, that's the entire thing. <laughs> That is exactly kind of what I see on a day-to-day -day basis. Uh, and when you actually sit down and talk with these candidates, you know, offline, understand their activities, you realize that they have a lot of potential. They've done great work, uh, but for some reason, people just don't want to take the time to craft. To craft. Hello? Yes. You cut out. I lost you after the candidates don't want to take the time. If we could do that again. Sure. Uh, I see a number of candidates who, when you sit down and discuss with them offline their experiences, their activities, their accomplishments, they actually have a, a wealth of knowledge and a wealth of experience. But at the same time, uh, they don't take the time to simply craft one or two pages uh, to apply to the correct job and highlight their accomplishments as well. I would I would agree. What has I know? I mean, you had quite a varied career. What's the biggest challenge you've ever had to overcome? And more importantly, what did you learn from it? I think the biggest challenge came was when I was applied to in UCLA. I was a political science major, so as it is, it was kind of an uphill battle when I was applying to finance. So the reason I chose focal science uh, really quick was because I wanted to go into law. Um, after I did a couple of internships in law, I realized this was not the field for me. I decided to go into finance, and I realized it was an uphill battle. Political science major with some accounting and management classes, and I'm applying to some of the biggest firms out there, the Merrill Lynch's, the Smith Barney's, the Goldman Sachs. Um, what I realized that differentiated me from other candidates was the wealth of experience that I've had in internships. 
Um, by my sophomore year, I'd already done about four or five internships where most candidates had done possibly one, if not two. Um, with that experience, I was able to kind of relay into a number of industries, and especially with Goldman Sachs, they only took one person from UCLA a year at the time that I was there, and I was the only one that they took. And it was a highly competitive process. Uh, interviews lasted about six to eight hours. You interviewed about eight different people. And um, I learned a lot from that experience. I bet. Um, what do you like best about your business? The best thing I like about a business is how I see people immediately improve within the first 10 to 15 minutes of me meeting them or having a session with them. Uh, what I generally like to do is when you look at the number of coaches, um, they expect you to pay up front. They expect you to buy either a big package or a number of hours, and then hopefully you get some kind of results they see uh, immediately. Uh, what I do is I take a completely different approach. Uh, first of all, I give a free 15 minutes, absolutely free. It's probably 80 to 90% of my best knowledge in terms of interviews, how I can help them. Most candidates improve within those first free 15 minutes, and that's pretty simple. You just sign up on my website at theinterviewprofessional.com. You get a free 15-minute Skype session with me personally, and uh, there's no charge to that. If you decide to move forward, um, if you want to do an hour-long session or half-an-hour session, I charge candidates after the session is done. Uh, this, is, this is what I found is pretty rare in the industry is that I'm taking the risk that maybe candidates will not pay me. But I realize that it challenges me to get better every day. And I have to be at the top of my game when I'm interviewing candidates and doing those sessions with them. And to this date, I have not had one person that has not paid me after a paying session. That speaks volumes as to the value that they got out of it. And absolutely incredible business model. What's the best advice you've ever gotten? Uh, the best advice I've gotten is, be transparent when you're working with your candidates, right? So whether it is in terms of your new students or your marketing, whatever it is, be completely transparent, be upfront with the process, explain to them what exactly value they're getting and over promise, or sorry, over deliver. Um, give them as much as you can in terms of what's available, the knowledge that you have, and then see how well they develop from there. What have been, or if you're allowed to share, some of your best results? Uh, best results is I've gotten people into, I do both in terms of finance interviews as well as medical school. Um, so recently I got someone into Morgan Stanley, uh, into one of their finance divisions there. And I think that was a, a great success because he had actually interviewed at Morgan Stanley a week before he came to me, did not get the position, ended up applying to them again after I started working with him. And within a, a week and a half, he got two job offers from Morgan Stanley. So um, he saw kind of an, an immediate impact, and he was extremely pleased with each of the sessions, and we only did about three or four sessions. That is absolutely incredible to go from no job offer to multiple offers. Um, anything drive you crazy about your business? Uh, I think the biggest thing is the amount of knowledge that is available in the industry is either very poorly written or it does not communicate clearly to each candidate. So when people go on site, 
Uh, and there's a number of sites you can go on to in terms of how to interview, um, how to answer interview questions, but no one kind of gives you a clear, formulaic way to answer what is best for you. Interview is a personal thing. It's a skill that you develop. It's also a way that you can communicate effectively about your own accomplishments. So by reading it online, reading it through articles or books, um, the industry is flooded with information, and not all of it is extremely helpful to each and every individual person. Absolutely. That makes a ton of sense. Um, what type of, how do you build systems in your business to deliver such great results? Uh, the way I do it in terms of building the systems, it's pretty simple. And while I do a Skype session with my candidates, uh, throughout the session, I have a list of questions that I'll go through with each candidate. Those questions actually determine in terms of uh, the competency level, the confidence level, as well as how they formulate answers. Based on the assessment I get from each of those questions, I can then tailor, customize the session for them. Uh, so that's one way in terms of the session. So the second thing I do is I want full attention for, from my candidates. So during the Skype session, I take notes for them. And what I'll do is I'll send all the notes, all the questions we talked about, all the comments, critiques. I'll send it to them in a written, for, in a written format uh, right after each session. Uh, so those are kind of the two ways that I do it. And the third way is, of course, I have them review each session. So how they felt, what they learned their content flow from beginning to end, and what I can do to improve better. So I put myself out there and make sure that they had the best session possible and I'm constantly improving to do what's needed to get done for them to get the job. That is awesome. What are some of the best books you've ever read that have had the most impact on your work? Sorry, can you repeat that again? Sure. What are three of the best books you've ever read that have had the most impact on your work and your business? Uh, I think three of the best books is one is uh, The Alchemist um, uh, by Paulo Coelho. I think that was a, an excellent book in terms of kind of figuring out what you want to do, what you really enjoy doing, and kind of going after it. Uh, the second book is uh, Four Hour Work Week, uh, Tim Ferriss. I think that's an excellent book in terms of kind of figuring out how to approach a system in a way that you are self sufficient in your own business and um, building systems in place so you can essentially be taken out of the equation eventually at some point and your business can run on its own. A third book, I'll have to get back to you on the third book of what is most influential. That's quite all right. What else do you want to share that I didn't think to ask you? Uh, the only thing I want to share is that 80% or 90% of the advice that I give by emails or by my Skype sessions that are free is, I think, better than most of the paid content they get out there on the web, uh, whether it's in person or over the Internet. And that's why I kind of continually encourage my students to ask me questions, get feedback, and figure out what's the best way to, for them to kind of learn in the interview process. Uh, and then if people decide to move forward and have a paid session, that's even better. But at the same time, I want people to improve in the fastest way possible, and that's my number one goal. And if business comes along with it, that is great, but I want to see students improve. 
absolutely. I mean, you've got the right mindset. You've got the right mission. You're out there making a difference and helping people, which is absolutely incredible. And with all this constantly changing with social media and job boards and, you know, it seems that there might be a new app every couple months that's supposed to be the new hot thing and how to find a place. Um, how do you stay on top of it all? Uh, I think for me, you go back to basics. So what exactly is going to help your students succeed the fastest in the interview market? Uh, interviews for the last probably five to ten years have pretty much the same. Um, Eighty, ninety percent of the questions that you ask and you go over, uh, you're constantly getting reviewed in terms of, you know, what are your best qualities, why are you the best fit, uh, what are strengths you bring to the table. Um, so I'm constantly researching better ways to answer it, and I'm also kind of figuring out how the industry is a little bit changing in terms of technical questions that people are looking for or certain skills that they should develop that companies are always looking for as well. Okay. And for our, you mentioned it earlier, the uh, incredible offer for our listeners. Um, where can they go once more to take advantage of that and learn more about you? Yes. The offer is go to my site, theinterviewprofessional.com. Uh, on the right side, put your name, email address, sign up for a free 15-minute session, or you can just send me an email at neil.bondry at theinterviewprofessional.com if you have any interview questions, uh, but you'll get a free 15 minutes uh, that you can schedule anytime via Skype, and I'm always here to help. Okay. This has been Seth Green with Neil Bondry. Neil, thank you so much for joining us. Thanks for having me, Seth. Appreciate it. Thanks, everybody, for listening. We'll talk to you next time. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.